Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We've spoken about travelling by car, but every day millions of people move much further afield by air, land and sea. But they might be bringing with them much more than just their luggage. For example, during last year's Ebola outbreak, there were concerns that air travel could spread the disease from West Africa to other countries, sparking a global pandemic. But were these worries justified? By studying the patterns of 187 diseases in 225 countries, Chris Murray at Imperial College has discovered that it's geography rather than air travel that's the most important factor, as he explains to Katani. One of the most striking uh, results that really came out of this analysis when we, we, we got a glimpse of that first map when you, we look at the similarity of diseases between different countries all over the world and it looks remarkably similar to the maps that, that Alfred Russell Wallace produced for animals when he was sailing around the world uh, documenting pretty much for the first time where plant and animal groups were occurring and where they weren't. So that was a really striking finding to see that the the world of human infectious diseases in some way reflects the world of biodiversity more broadly. What is going on? What are causing these boundaries between different diseases? And are there some that traverse these boundaries and manage to go global? What we think is, is rather than saying that the distributions of animals per se are... Uh, are causing these patterns of human infectious diseases more cautiously, we would say that probably the underlying processes that shape the distributions of animals and plants and biodiversity generally also apply to human infectious diseases. And the types of barriers we're talking about, things like big oceanic boundaries, mountain ranges, the types of things that animals and plants find it difficult to traverse and on top of that you have ecological processes things like speciation diversification and it's the balance of these processes that create the distributions of plants and animals on the globe for the diseases that do uh, break their geographical chains and manage to spread around the world is there anything special about them that enables them to do this yeah so one of the things we did in the analysis um, we looked at all of the diseases together um, but then we also broke down diseases into different categories so so the types of categories that I'm talking about are things like vector-borne diseases versus human-specific diseases, which are diseases that can only replicate and transmit through the human population. Uh, we looked at zoonotic diseases, which are diseases that come from animals, um, and we looked at uh, different disease-causing um, agents, things like virus versus bacteria versus parasites. And when you break it down in that way, you do see quite different um, patterns Broadly speaking, what that analysis shows is that things like human-specific diseases and bacteria are much, much more widespread, um, whereas when you look at zoonotic diseases and vector-borne diseases and parasitic diseases, they tend to be a lot more restricted. And that's consistent with the idea that the, the, the diseases um, that do manage to overcome these 
these biogeographic boundaries, it's related to that human specificity, um, whereas the diseases that find it more difficult to jump those biogeographic barriers are the, the diseases that are more rooted in, 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 in their natural history. There is a lot of concern that because we fly all over the place, humans are moving around all over the globe, you know, thousands of flights every day, that we are basically germ factories carrying everything around the world. But your research would suggest that maybe this isn't quite as big a problem as, as we might be worried about. Is that the case? Uh, I'd be very cautious to say that we shouldn't be worried about diseases spreading around the world. It's certainly true. We are germ factories and we are travelling uh, you know, more than, than at any point in, in our history. And, and I think that is a genuine concern. Um, infectious diseases demand our attention because very rarely they can have catastrophic and, and very, very large impacts. What I would say, however, is that this is really a rare event. So we really need to understand what processes are leading to, to some of those diseases being able to break out of these natural patterns, spread around and cause really um, significant damage. The other thing I would maybe say about that is that the natural boundaries to, to diseases help us uh, manage that risk. So it, I'm not saying at all that we don't need to uh, have biosecurity. I'm not saying we don't need to spend money on trying to control diseases at all. What I'm saying is that our efforts uh, are in some way aided by the natural ecologies of these species because it is actually quite difficult for them to make these, these big transitions to become global pandemics. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.